Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the We Hate Sports Podcast, episode 155. Oh, well, guys, what a weekend of football it was, uh, to say the least. Um, we got a, a few uh, members of teams that are going to be participating in conference championship uh, weekend. Uh, we also have to talk about uh, some hoops tonight. Uh, we actually got some... Uh, Big topics in store um, for the NBA uh, is on the anniversary of Kobe's A1 point scoring performance. Uh, we will be diving a little bit deeper into that. Um, and of course, we'll be giving out our predictions for conference championship weekend, going over the divisional round as well, because there's a lot to talk about. All right. And there may be a few specific players that might get called out uh, for their performances. So get yourself a nice bag of popcorn, hop in. Sit down, get cozy, get ready to listen to the We Hate Sports Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. But before we begin, uh, once again, I just want to give a huge thank you to everyone that has joined us over the last uh, few weeks. Uh, you guys have been killing it uh, in terms of following us, engaging with us. Um, and honestly, it's, it's been quite fun. Um, you know, there are a whole lot of new people that we've ran into over the last few weeks, especially. Uh, make sure you follow our socials, our X and Instagram at WHS underscore podcast and our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports. Um, so without further ado, uh, what do you guys want to talk about first? Actually, I feel like we should uh, dive first into uh, the divisional round. Um, I guess we can talk about the Ravens and Texans first. Um, because yeah, that was, that was everything Raven fans could have ever wanted and more, um, you know, simply put, it was flat out domination. Um, and it gets the team credit to CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans for even getting as far as they did. Um, but for the Baltimore Ravens, I, I think they proved to a lot of people why they have them winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, winning that game was at a 31 to 10. Um, so yeah, I think honestly, this this the greatest. This is the greatest the the Ravens have ever looked. Uh, this is the best that they've looked ever since they won the ring back in uh, 2012, 2013, 2012. Um, so yeah, that's my two cents on it. I, I mean, obviously, I'm sure sure. Bam, uh, told you y'all have plenty to say. By the way, I I even introduced you guys. Y'all been listening. My name's PC. By the way, <laughs> all right, we got Tolu Bam. Jello, Gianni, TK, and Mook all on the pod this week. Um, three of which being Ravens fans. So I'm sure I have plenty to say about this game. There are Four. thoughts and opinions. I'm a Ravens fan. But... Uh, You're a Broncos yeah. fan. Mo- no, no, you no, no, you are Wait, not. No, you are not. Don't do that. Guys, what, what do did that. I say about talking over each other? Let me talk. I was talking first. Mook, <laughs> can you please tell the, 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 the podcast that for the playoffs, I am a Ravens fan. I got accepted into Ravens. I should have never said that. For the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, that's just how I feel, bro. I'm here. I'm hey, there. I will say for the for the playoffs, we got we got TK for an honorary member of Ravens Flock. Y'all see the purple? Y'all see that's the purple? Crazy. Y'all see the purple? With the purple dick <laughs> is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I thought that was a purple box of condoms, bro. I was about to be like, hey, wait, yo. that's a wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. I'd be like, that's I, insane, brother. Out of respect for <laughs> what they got going on, I'm not going to say what came to mind, but he ain't, he ain't using no condoms. <laughs> <laughs> not using them. <laughs> not using them. That probably wow. Yeah, man. Uh, like he in heaven, wow. man. I ain't going to let you. <laughs> 
Everybody wow. by himself, man. Ain't that some shit? Damn. They got bodies in Baltimore. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> don't start. You, don't start. Don't start. Y'all don't gonna start. get the feds on bed, man. Y'all gotta relax. Hey, 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 y'all better be quiet. We already got ice listening to our podcast, bro. Y'all know why. I know, I know. Yeah, we got no. ice listening to our podcast. Hey, I think we start. I don't think Gianni need uh, need to beat the ice allegations either, though. I mean, like he's come on, yeah, he's oh, Dominican, no. bro. He got like, he got I mean, ACS, I ain't gonna like he got ACS the, on him. That's that's a whole nother situation, but he got ACS looking at him. <laughs> that's that's insane. <laughs> AC, ACS is watching. Ice is watching. <laughs> Y'all keep it up. Feds are gonna be watching in a second. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that is insane. With that being said. I don't know what he got going on. <laughs> With that being said, um, I love CJ. Love him to death. It's not his time yet. Did what we had to do. Um, me personally, I would have liked to see Buffalo avenge that 2020 loss. But Chiefs got to come and get it too. Let me just leave it at that. Hey man, shout out to shout out to the to the Ravens man for like literally giving me a heart attack for the first half. I'm like, man, what's going on, bro? Like ten to ten, but you know how Monk, how Mike have done all year. The second half adjustments have been second to none as far as making the adjustments on the fly. Okay, let's retweak it. Okay, like Lamar, we see you. We're trying to get these big plays going in the first half down the field. Let's just go ahead and get quicker throws out there. And then if you don't see nothing, take it, run, do what you gotta do. Be you know, be Lamarvelous. Go ahead, do your thing. And you know, Lamar came through historic game, you know, Silas and all the doubters. I even witnessed, dare I say, Shannon Sharp singing Lamar's praises today. That was the weirdest shit I've ever heard. Fake as hell. Fake as hell talking about talking about oh um let's you know yeah he's having the most the craziest story ever like I don't want to hear that shit Uncle Shay like for real for real that shit disingenuous stay on that side stay on that side literally stay on that side literally stay on that side so you know what I'm saying I like like Bam said we love CJ but you know what I'm saying I hate it had to be him but hey this is first year he gotta take his lumps. And get that L. You know he'll he'll be back. He's gonna be a top. He's gonna be a top quarterback in the next two years, in my opinion. I think he's gonna be one up there. Honestly, I want to address what you said about adjustments. I think that's the that's what makes us the most dangerous compared to any other year. Yes, we got the stack defense. We got competent weapons around Lamar this year, but we all know as Ravens fans that even some people that employ Greg Roman. And Wink Martin, if this please, was two, three years for the playoffs, Greg would have been calling the same stuff he called in the first half. Wink would have been blitzing still. Uh, at, at this point, again, like Luke said, Monk was taking shots down the field. It wasn't working, which is cool. You want to take shots down the field, can't be mad at that. But we wasn't picking up the blitz well. Monk told Lamar, you identify the blitz, throw short. It's your game. And you see what happened. Defense, pick it back up, stop the run, put the heat on CJ. I think that's what makes us most dangerous, especially going against a Patrick Mahomes-led team. You're going to improvise. You're going to play sandbox ball. 
Andy Reid is the evil genius. We know what he's gonna do. It's it's chess game. Like we got the players, but it's gonna be a chess game. And that's a that's the thing, Bam. Too also, I was like, okay, so I do want I I got all the smoke for Patrick Mahomes. Like I want Lamar to prove he's literally the best player pound for pound in the league against literally who many view as the best player in the league. But I really am not looking forward to Andy Reid on his evil genius stuff. Like I really would have loved to play uh, Joe. I would have loved to play Joe Brady and tear him. Oh my God! Like we could have went crazy. But I think you know what I'm saying. It's this. This is a year of there's no more excuses, and that's not even for Lamar and the Ravens. That's for the haters. Like what are y'all gonna say now when he goes out here? He beats the best of the best. Beats them handily. And he leads his team to a Super Bowl. Like I think if we get past Pat, we got a we got a great great chance. I mean, as evidenced by Lamar's record against the NFC, I think the Ravens have a chance to do something very and you, special. And you know what the craziest part is, bro, <clears throat> is that people can't say, "Oh, well, Lamar Jackson had a thousand yard receiver this year." You feel me? That was a lot different. No, I don't know if a lot of people noticed, but this man once continually is doing the same things that he did with these quote-unquote bad teams that he had back in the day, bro. This man is still putting up, I mean, putting up the same type of stats that he was putting up with these wide receivers that weren't even getting over 500 yards 500 yards for the season. Bro, 150, 150 passing yards with 100 rushing yards, bro. Over 250 yards of offense for this man, bro. Like, I don't understand, like, what more this like, Like, for the haters, like, are you not a man? When you watch Lamar, like I understand, like you feel me, you got your trolls out there who you feel me, all they do is troll, or that's just it. They they hate somebody and they just stick to you feel me, their 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 way of thinking. But like, dog, how do you watch Lamar, bro, and literally just not be like, How the fuck, excuse my language, is he doing the shit that he's doing, yeah. bro? It's this man game, is doing so. this man, it's literally Madden type shit, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, Michael Vick was the greatest. Like a uh, 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 mobile quarterback that we had ever seen before, Lamar, bro. Yep. Look, Michael Vick was never this good at throwing the football, bro. Like Lamar, Lamar's ability to, and I think we'd all admit this. A Ravens fan, y'all watched him the longest. Like when Lamar first got in, he did have uh, 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 struggles throwing the football. But literally, even for the haters, once again, he's literally gotten better every year. And I'm not just saying this; you can literally check the stats, bro. The statistics will tell you every single year his completion percentage jumps extremely high from what it was the year previous, bro. So, like, you can't say the man is not a good passer anymore. He's one of the best pocket passers in the league, again, for the haters. Go check the stats. Lamar's one of the best pocket passers since Tom Brady that we've ever seen in the league, bro. Go check the stats. And, in fact, he's the youngest to do what he's doing in the pocket as well, bro. This man is breaking all these type of records that you praise these other quarterbacks that are mobile quarterbacks and generic quarterbacks that are pocket passers, which is what these old heads want to see, pocket passers. My nigga, we're past that, bro. Lamar is breaking all their records with the ability to run the football for over 100 yards a game, bro. 1,000-yard seasons, like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, I don't, I don't I don't understand, bro, what else this man has to do. Like, honestly, I feel like Lamar plays the Chiefs next year. This is going to be the greatest game. Like, people thought that Bills and Chiefs game was good. I think this is going to top that game, bro. This is going to be the greatest matchup of the two, top two quarterbacks in the league. I don't want to hear Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to hear Joe Burrow and Patrick, Mah- and Patrick Mahomes. No, the two best quarterbacks in the league are Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, bro. And we are so blessed to see this next week, dog. I literally got chills for this shit, bro. America, 
Don't make any plan Sunday. If you work Sunday, call out, my nigga. Trust me, you are going to <laughs> want to see this. This is what we have been waiting for for years. Lamar Jackson finally got there, bro. If he wins, what else can the haters say, bro? Okay, well, he got to the Super Bowl, not going to win it. If he wins an AFC championship game against who most people, about 95% of football fans, consider Patrick Mahomes the greatest thing to touch a football. If he beats that guy in the AFC championship game and then goes to the Super Bowl versus the Lions, who's the hottest team in the NFC, or the 49ers, who he already beat the brakes off of earlier in the hey, season. He beat, the, he beat what, the Lions, too, by the way. What? He beat those, yeah, he beat the brakes off the Lions, too, actually. He beat the brakes off both of those teams in the NFC. What else can you say about this man? I wish I wish that Jello's Cowboys weren't frauds, bro. I really wanted to terrorize them in the in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's okay, bro. Like not even not even a fight against Jordan Love, but whatever. I don't even want to talk. I, I want to give a quick shout out. I want to give a quick shout out to Ronnie Stanley for waking up in the second half because there we go. He was really getting destroyed in the first yeah. half, but in the second half, after Lamar Jackson yelled at him for Not missing a block, he yep. that knee suddenly that knee suddenly healed up real quick because man, he was blocking his ass off in the second half. That's and a fact, you, you, you know, you, I, I I have to give Ronnie his props on that. Totally. And totally. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Lamar. Lamar is locked in like I've never seen a player lock in before, bro. Like, did y'all yeah. see like the memes of this man at halftime when he was walking to the locker room? How mad yeah. this nigga looked, bro. Like, bro, locked in. We need to come up with a word that's that's more extreme than locked in because Lamar is just on another level right that's now. That's how. Like, this man how... is determined to get to a Super Bowl and win that motherfucker, bro. And I yeah. honestly don't think anybody's gonna stop him, bro. Like, I really don't. And yeah, that's, really, that's the thing. That's a thing. The I locker really room too. Like when he when he was talking about uh, when they were talking about after the game, like what were the words said? And he was like, "It's inappropriate." I can't say it. He said, "Let people know." Hey, Lamar here at the locker room at the move. tunnel, like. Move. Move. Can you let the off. listeners know Lamar is a man of God? So for Lamar to curse yeah, at you, bro, he Lamar, is that Lamar, man. All his likes on Twitter. Everything is God, bro. Jesus, yeah. Jesus, 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 everything, bro. Yeah. That man, if, like, bro, he's locked in on another level, bro. He don't play he's that, man. In, and that's he's the thing in. that he was talking about, because, you know, in his earlier plan, uh, in his earlier playing years, he wasn't comfortable with being the leader in the locker room. I mean, you had, like, these great vets in there. You had all these older guys that was, like, you know, they were studs. But you had Lamar, this young kid, like, yeah, I might be the most talented in this room. But that don't mean I, my my name hold like crazy weight like that. Now we starting to see like year six Lamar really take that leap. Not only as being the best player in football, not only being an accurate pass, he was making dots in the wind in a in a like he was he was dotting up against the Texans. And then you go to see his progression as not only being a face of a franchise, but being the leader of a franchise. I mean, this is like the most like locked in we've ever seen Lamar be, and and that's speaking as a Ravens guy who's seen him from day one. I'm sure Tolo and Bam will say the same thing. Like this guy is literally like on another level when it comes to being really locked in and really being like team oriented, leading the guys, galvanizing. Hey, Ronnie, I need you to you need to be able to be a willing blocker, bro. Like I understand you 40 and you got bad knees. I don't care. This is the playoffs. Get it done. And Ronnie not only taking that, because Ronnie could have pouted, Ronnie could have considered it, but Le- he, he took it from Lamar and said, you know what? I'm going to be better for you. 
because I see old Ronnie Stanley, because man. I, because I see <laughs> this guy, this guy putting in the work. This guy is willing to, to give it his all, and he's laying it out on the line. So I'm gonna definitely go hard for my QB one, and you see what it resulted in: thirty four to ten. Like it's a crazy, it's some of the crazy stuff I ever seen, bro. Like you got you got Dalvin Cook coming back to life. Like yeah, Dalvin Cook looking like old Dalvin Cook. He didn't see, he hasn't seen this many holes in in in, in New York. All the holes no. that he was, all the holes that he got, man, it's crazy. Oh, Justice more, Hill, Justice Hill is balling right now. Like, yeah. like one this more Ravens team. I got yeah, out, I got a shout out. Um, I got a shout out OBJ, man. Like, mm. bro had one catch for twelve yards. It was and happy after the game, still, and it still felt like he was impactful. Like on the sidelines when he's get when he's really hyping these guys up, the Batemans, the Zays. Like, even the likelies, like, he's over there hyping up. He's leading the team. And this is, like, people have this narrative for OBJ. Like, oh, he's not a leader. He just want to party. You know what I'm saying? He just about he's to a bad he, teammate. He, bro, he is an amazing teammate, and he has helped pull this team together. Very underrated, like, the, the mm-hmm. impact that he's having on the team right now. So I just want to give more a shout out, man. Shout out my man, Rashad Bateman. I'm going to keep saying it because <laughs> niggas keep playing on me like I, like I didn't tell y'all Rashad was, was going to get his feet up under him. He out there, monster niggas. He out there getting first downs. Respect my man, Rashad. He going to be big. Nah, man, game, I've man. been saying this right now. Bateman is balling. It. And I'm yeah. telling you, there are 31 teams that will love to have Rashad Bateman. You will got to respect him. We got to respect What? He's what do you mean? Right? He's always just got to ruin it. Though. What do you mean? I, mean, how, how I said 31, 31 teams. I said 31 teams. No. Nobody will want what? Bateman? No, I'm not saying. You don't want Bateman? I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying Wait. nobody will want huh? Bateman. I'm saying not 31 teams will want Bateman. Not yeah. so 31 Bateman teams. Put, every team on this call right now can use Bateman. Exactly. Bateman has a wide receiver okay, right. right. on most teams. Right. I'm, with, I'm, with CK in that I'm with CK in that sense. I, I, you have I don't Julio think... Jones. You could use Bateman right now. Yes, you could, no, yeah, PC, you're right. Your no. Eagles will love Rashad Bateman. <laughs> can y'all, but can what? y'all stop being so defensive for one second? All right, listen to what TK said. All right, Give me some teams that wouldn't said, want Bateman. Give me some teams that wouldn't want him. Cowboys. Cowboys. You Eagles. You're Eagles. Eagles. You, the, I the Cowboys? I can survive really without having Bateman. Uh, uh, right Yellow. Who is your wide receiver yes. three? Yellow. Who is your wide receiver three right now? It's, it's between Michael Gallup and Jalen Tobin. Man, get the Michael, Michael Gallup. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Michael Gallup? Really? I'm taking Gallup over. Jalen Tobin is going to take over. Jalen Tobin. Jalen Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Why are you yelling? Language, language, language. Okay, we got yellow off the way. What's the other team that wouldn't want Rashad Bateman? All right, y'all, y'all are Let me finish. Let me finish up this this Raven segment by saying this. All right, when everything is going good, it's going great. All right, when it's going good, it's going great. We and we see this with teams every year that have like the amazing run and amazing team that that y'all have this year. All right, but the Baltimore Ravens, everything works when you finally put everything you need around the quarterback. You know, Lamar Jackson 
I think uh, Dan Olavsky, he summarized it perfectly on first take. Um, he actually summarized it beautifully. You know, he was labeled a running back coming, you know, out of the draft. There weren't a lot of scouts or analysts or coaches in the league that thought he could ever succeed. A, a dark-skinned black man succeeding as a quarterback, potentially winning a Super Bowl as a quarterback, not a lot of people had that. Not a lot of people in the NFL believed in that when Lamar first started. And here we are a couple of years later, one unanimous MVP later, and finally a team that not only Baltimore fans could be proud of, but little dark-skinned black boys like that look like Lamar can be proud of. If the Ravens win the I Super Bowl you, this year, I thought you were about to say look like Tolu. <laughs> that was that was a crazy sound. I, I thought I mean, he was going to say something too. Hey, I, like, no I, I, I swear he was going to say me. I thought he was going to say me too. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I mean, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all both looks like y'all both look like y'all both look like foot. So you know. Hey, yo. Ironic, ironic, ironic coming from you, little Bill. Now keep going on. Like what? Y'all oh, like better be careful. Hey, back up from the camera too. I don't want to listen. I don't want to hear you smell your smell. Shut like up, little Bill. Shut up. Continue your thing. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, as I was saying, my main point being, when you finally put a team around your franchise quarterback, you see how everything looks out. You got you got raving fans on here raving about Rashad Bateman. All right, Rashad Bateman is wide receiver three. OBJ, who's come in and presented himself as like the ultimate good teammate, the ultimate good leader, the ultimate good veteran to have around. All these things work. Ronnie Stanley, uh, uh, Staley, you know, using motivation from Lamar, you know, trying to hype him up on on sidelines. Like all this feeds off. All right, and everything is good when you finally put a team around your franchise quarterback. All right, and that doesn't come overnight. For a lot of teams. And that's okay. And that's okay. Right. What's more important is trying to find the consistency, trying to find how to make this sustainable, how to keep this thing, this culture, this good vibe that you have going. All right. Because let's say the Ravens do win the Super Bowl this year. That would be great for a lot of people and for a lot of kids that look like Lamar. All right. But I don't want this to be a one year thing. I don't think it should be a one-year thing. I don't want it to be a one-year thing. This should be a, a multi-year thing. All right. That that's I think that's the key at this point. That's the potential I see in the Baltimore Ravens. All right. This we're looking at a dynasty. If I say it out loud. Hey, we're looking hey, at a dynasty. PC. But that's kind of so unfair PC. though, PC. That's kind of like bad on the So if they win oh, so oh, oh, oh. a Super Bowl, wait, wait, wait. So if they win a Super Bowl this year, they have to win it again next year? No, no, that's not what no, he's saying. No, no, no. I get exactly what he's saying. He's saying that he just wants to Can we take a time out real quick, though? Can we take a time out real quick? Just a time out. Just a quick commercial break. This man, Joel and B, has 59 through three quarters. Yes. What? Yes, we'll, get, we'll get to him. Yeah, oh, we'll wait. Let me tell you another one. Hold up. Watch this. Wait, 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 wait. Joel Embiid House, house how much? House has 41 he and 59. Our ticket just hit. Oh. Hey, man. How much Damn. you put it down for, man? I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all. Oh, my ticket just hit. Oh. <laughs> Damn. I can't troll PC and with Embiid anymore. 
You say I can't win. I can't win, man. I know Wimby's head, bro. That's kind of crazy. Hey, Wimby was playing with that. Hey, Wimby was playing with that. He has 31. He has 31 tonight. Move, move. Just wait. Just wait. Joel Embiid is a beast during the regular season. I just want to see it in the playoffs. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. I want to see it when Giannis Adetokounmpo is on the other side of the court. I want to see it with him on the other side of the court. I want to see it when Jason Tatum is on the other side of the court. But, you know. You see, you can have this. You can have it. You can have it, man. You know? You see, when I, know, I was CMB do this. I knew, I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> Just appreciate what's in front of you. All right? Just appreciate what's in front of you. Damn. Anyways. Can I get back to it? Uh, uh, long story bye. short, Baltimore Ravens, just make sure that you don't fuck up what's in front of you. Excuse my French. Don't, don't mess up what's in front of you right now. Because what's in front of you is something special. Very special. That, that, that's As a wise man just said, you have to beat the best to be the best. Um, so that's a that's a good leeway into um the next team. Uh of course it will be the uh conference championship uh weekend, AFC championship that will uh excuse me, that will be the first game on. Um Yes, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Chiefs and Ravens uh, in Baltimore, MNC Bank Stadium, 3 p.m. CBS. Jim Nance, Tony Romo on the call. Um, And the NFC Championship game, Lions, the Lions taking on the 49ers in San Francisco, 6.30 on Fox. Um, What a a magical run Mm. the Lions fans. I mean, you want to talk about a fan base set that actually deserves it. You know, this is a team... And like a city that has been starving for something for so long, I feel like they finally have something that they're holding on to. It's hard to let it go. They're a little bit cocky. And do you mind if I do you mind if I say it, PC? Clearly, like everybody believes in good luck charms, right? Clearly, me coming out here to Detroit put some type of aura in the air. And I got the Lions feeling themselves and on this magical run. So I just want to say for all the Detroit listeners, you're welcome. Um, I don't want anything. I don't want any thank yous. You don't need to hit my DMs or nothing. I'm, 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 I just I just love great. This man, this man do right. Back up 3,000 messages. Why y'all, didn't you just why say? Y'all? Didn't you just say? Honestly, I don't fight the team for the playoffs. This man lost his mind. Yeah, Ravens are <laughs> for the playoffs. Brothers. But I'm just okay, saying. How like, about this? If if they win the NFC Championship, you go out on eight mile after the game. Show how aggressive you are. Show how aggressive you are. That's crazy. That's crazy. I stop. I stop listening at the eight mile, nigga. I stopped listening. Exactly. 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 Let's see how good of how much of a good luck charm you are. Yeah. Let's see how much of a good charm you are after that. You go to eight mile. So what you're telling if if the Lions get blown out this Sunday, TK. I'm texting you first immediately. All right, I don't care about. I'm, I'm gonna be on out. break at work. I'm gonna I'm gonna text Dude, you. If the Lions get blown out, I can get called. It's not happening. <laughs> hey, the Niners are not beating the, the Lions got, without. Let's talk about the Chiefs and Ravens first. Let's talk about the Chiefs and Ravens first. All right, All right so the Chiefs and Ravens. Hey, real like Whoa. whoever wins this game, I think I think we have to all agree. Whoever wins this game, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Neither of those men have nothing left to prove. 
depending on on who wins. Mm. What they uh, what would what would they have left to prove? Lamar yeah, would mean a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. You know, will, yeah, but Lamar still. Ha- I think I still think Lamar it. has to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, Lamar has, has to win a Super Bowl. It's not about him just yeah. making it. It's about him winning the bowl. Because exactly, I mean, like, and you know yeah. the haters. The haters are gonna be like, oh, okay, you made it to Super Bowl. Now you have to win it. Like yeah. Lamar, like come on now, he has to. That's win a, it. That's the thing. That's the thing though. Those are haters. Those He'll those never, are are people that are truly envious of what of what's. Lamar has done, especially this year, and it should yeah, not but, be like it should not be mistaken. If it hell, even if the Ravens lose this this Sunday, this is still a fantastic PC. season by Lamar. Uh, and I should I I think that's the, 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 no. the best. Lamar is a content of just making way, the AFC. Yeah, they're not the trying to just to make the AFC. The up, yeah, if, the best way to shut the haters up. It's all right. It's Lamar like, shut up. So Lamar sh- exactly. Lamar shut up the haters that told him he should be a running back. Then he shut up the haters that say he would never be a, a, a great quarterback. Then he shut up the haters saying he wouldn't win any MVP. Shut up the haters that saying his style of play could lead them to the playoffs. Shut up the haters that that say he couldn't win a playoff game. Now you got to shut up the haters that say you can't win a Super Bowl. You're gonna shut them up yep. once you get to the Super Bowl because I don't know how many of y'all predict that the Ravens are gonna beat the Chiefs, but I'm one of them. So I predict he'll shut those haters that say you can't reach a Super Bowl with Lamar. And then if he wins the Super Bowl, you'll then shut up the haters that say you can't win a Super Bowl and PC. There's no more haters left. You there's nothing they can say about Lamar anymore. No, yeah. Even if you can't, right. there's literally nothing at all. Uh, and Lamar, all I'm saying, Lamar knows this. All, all I'm saying is there could be. A million years of Lamar Jackson. He if he makes it to the Super Bowl and wipes out uh nine hundred and ninety nine thousand of them and there's still one guy that still truly hates on Lamar if he don't win a Super Bowl, then that's still nine hundred and ninety nine thousand haters that he got rid of. That's all I'm well, saying. I'm the thing is that uh-huh. with you. I agree with you at first, but it's not even really about the haters at this point. It's about yeah. us as fans that know yeah, what he can do. Not, yeah. We know how good we are as a team. We know how good Lamar Jackson stacks up to Patrick Mahomes. We don't. I want to be clear. Like this is not me saying like, oh, you should be satisfied if you if you no, win. I, if no, you no, just we get what you're saying. Yeah. No, we understand. But us as fans, right. we know that the Chiefs are not better than us this year. Frankly, Lamar this year has been a hundred percent better than Patrick Mahomes. It's no reason for him to go out there and lay an egg, which I don't think he would do. It's no reason for the team to go out here and lay an egg just because they playing against Patrick on the other side. So what are we talking about here? It's no reason for us to go and have this good of a season, be all the best teams, and then fall like that to the Chiefs. So I'm personally, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about us going ahead and laying an egg. We haven't done it all year. Our quarterback knows the stakes. Our team knows the stakes. So it's no reason we shouldn't go and beat the shit out the Lions or the Niners, which we did already. That's just how I see it. Exactly. I I think you guys are, like, everything is in front of you guys. I think you guys have this in the bag, I feel. Because I I think the Chiefs are, you know, on the down here. I know they got the championship game. But I still think that they have several, you know, issues. That I think the Ravens will expose this Sunday, and then you look at the other two teams, the Lions and the Niners. I just don't, I just don't see it with with, with those teams. After, because those teams' defenses have like are torturable. I feel both of those defenses. I just, I just feel like this is the year of the Ravens. 
Like they they can't screw up. Like PC said, this is this is a great opportunity right here. Yeah, that's why they play the game. Another thing I wanted to add. Still gotta find a way like to 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 pull it out, even though it's at home. The odds are in our favor, like you know. what I'm saying that's why they play the game. So I'm not gonna, and that's what we've been doing all year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like I said this last week, I think that's one of the things that's been key for us is our approach. It's been game by game, handle the opponent that you plan. Don't don't try to you know win the Super Bowl in the AFC Championship. We just trying to you know get to the Super Bowl. So take a game by game. And I think that approach is what's going to help us. I don't think it's going to be anything like because Mahomes is going to play out this world. We know what we're going to get from Mahomes. But what we can pray for is that our defense is able to carry those habits that they've had all year. The adjusting on the fly, the ability to, to be versatile, uh, the ability for us to be able to, you know, <clears throat> be able to wear down offenses over a, a, a game. Like we've been able to just. It's, it, I don't think there's been a game where we play where, I mean, somebody hasn't gotten dinged up on the other team. Like, we've been the toughest defense to play against. So I expect those habits to carry over, and I expect us to take it game by game and then come out with the W. <clears throat> Couldn't have said it better. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Oh, Roquan uh, Smith, a.k.a. Ray Lewis' son. Man, I'm telling you, Roquan <laughs> is a hybrid of Ray Lewis. Every time I see this man, I just think I just get Ray Lewis, man. I'm he's, all right, so he's first also of all, locked in. First of all, you're not gonna sit here and steal my take. I'm the first motherfucker to say shut that. Up, so you're not just gonna sit here shut up, to the listeners shut and up. act like you said that motherfucker. Yeah, right, okay, I will. What you gonna do about it, Nick? What you gonna do about it? Hey, what you gonna do? We we've been saying that. We've Roquan been saying that. Is Roquan is bro that bro that nigga is different, dog. Uh, I can't even I was, let I can't even let TK have that because we've been saying that for a long time. We've been saying that. Us, what are you talking about? Thank you to the Bears, us. man. Thank you to the Bears. I love y'all. Thank you. I love Gave y'all. Thank you. Thank you, Chicago. Bag of Thank sour you. Skittles, bro. Gave that that's, nigga away for a bag of sour Skittles, bro. I don't and that's, understand. The bear. And that's <laughs> the thing. Like we we like. For us to be able to get a franchise cornerstone like Roquan Smith for basically nothing, like, that's malpractice, bro. That should be a fireable offense. And I understand it was a young GM at the time, it's Ryan Post, but God, Lee, bro. I mean, that's just, that's, that's, hold on, that's man. Hold on. Hold on. Why are we talking about the Ravens and the Chiefs? Because we talked about it this morning. Can we talk about Josh Allen for a second? Oh, man, man. Yeah. What, are, what are we man. talking about? The the missed throw or like what, what are we I talking just, about? Oh, I don't bro. I don't think I don't that get Josh the, Allen is the, the criticism. Josh bro. Allen is not the problem in Buffalo. And I think that people are starting to realize that like he's putting up these big playoff performances. And in the past, you know, because we see him regular season, yes, he turns the ball over. He has a fumbling problem. But when playoff time playoffs. comes mm-hmm. and he's locked in. Josh Allen is a top five quarterback. Top he's always top three. Two, the playoffs, he's a, top three. He's two, been that. He's a he's top, top three quarterback two, but, in the playoffs. But, that's but his thing, defense though. has been selling him for the past five years, and it's time. It's time that people start realizing that yeah, he's out. never been the they problem. They sold him yesterday, and nobody's talking. Stephon about Diggs. I, I think. I think people. Him. I think people finally realized this past Sunday just how bad Josh Allen's weapons actually are. Like, especially without Gabe Davis, who wasn't even that good to begin with. Stephon Diggs, where were you, bro? 
Like seriously, where Throwing were we? Throwing a tantrum. Yeah, Staring Stephon Diggs. He's still standing. Stephon Diggs was on the milk carton. And Gabe did. Or um, and not and not Gabe did. Uh, uh, Dawson Knox and and Dalton Kincaid. You can only do so much with two tight end sets. All right, and that that's not even playing to Allen Sale. He needs like a wide receiver that can go and get it. Diggs was supposed to be that guy, and with no true wide receiver too, because Trent Sherfield and um, uh, Shakir, like those guys aren't getting it done, you know. And, and then you have Shakir is like that. Don't do that. Shakir is good. Shakir is good. Shakir is good. Wide receiver too good. Shakir's up next. Yes. Shakir is wide receiver Have you not seen him? Did you watch Absolutely. him? I, I guess. I, I guess. Stay away from that. But he but was he, hurt. That, he was that, hurt. So I'll give him that. Diggs in, in, in Shakir. But but to have that, all that, and then to have your one of the most surefire kick. This is the thing that shocked me the most about the game. Tyler Bass is one of the most surefire kickers in the league. Like, the dude rarely ever misses. I know you've been struggling. Uh, yeah, apparently, according to Desi, you've been struggling like for the second half of the season. Um, but for out like his tenure in Buffalo, he's been solid for them. Like he's been one of the pair of kickers in the league. So to to shape that 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 kick, miss it wide right, that I think that shocked me the most because that game was supposed to go in overtime. Like and it, it wanna... changed the script on the fly. Like it, the Bills are supposed to win first overtime game for Josh Allen and and have them beat Patrick Holmes in the divisional round at home. It was supposed to be a happy fairy tale ending. And now I'm gonna that... be honest with y'all. Because I said this in the chat too, um, I, I think that even if he made that kick, it, it, it was over regardless. And this is more on the defense here because y'all had all game to stop this man Patrick Mahomes. He has literally you two missed. weapons that he's throwing. Who to can stop right But you miss. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. So but stop. you miss. But wait, you missed the biggest point. It's, it's like yeah, the defense sold him. Like we all agree with that. And then the kick, obviously, that hurts. But, bro, if Stephon Diggs doesn't drop that deep pass, the, bro, they possibly score a touchdown there. We're having a completely different – it's possibly Ravens versus Bills. There were – We're talking, oh, yeah, we're talking about, about quarterbacks. We're talking about quarterbacks. There were Franchise. four different things, bro, that, that were really the problem in that game. For one, the coaching was, was cat piss. Why the hell are you putting the ball in DeMar Hamlin's hands for a game? Safe. That, that lost them the game. That lost them the game. That, you, you, you deserve to lose the game after that. John McDermott is not safe whatsoever. Bro, okay, right. so you have that. You have Biggs not showing up. Biggs dropping one of the biggest what-if catches of the game. That ball which was perfect. It could have changed the whole momentum of the game. I mean, you got the defense once again giving another disaster class when Josh Allen is putting up these monumental numbers. He's carrying the team. But Josh Allen, you're not safe either. Those last two passes that you threw were dog shit. You could have literally got anything underneath, had time, cut the time down so you could have literally had a chunk play. And this still can be able to have more plays to, to operate with. Not sitting here and throwing, trying to get the home run play. To, like, it was, it's like, that's, what he, that's what he was going for. I, Josh, again. Is so, Josh is so freaking elite Oop. in the playoffs, but that's the reason that I have one of my biggest queries with him. It's like, bro, uh, is move. he going to be able to make the, strong, the smartest play in the big moments? Is he going to uh, be move. able to do that? Well, well, we, well, we he has had that problem before, well, which is why weeks. he's had a lot of the blame. Oh, well, well, we, He's, well, had, we've he's had a lot of the blame. Like, 
Sorry, John. Hello, with this delay, dog. All I'm saying is, what? But look, go ahead. I got it. I got it. Let me go, man. Oh, the main problem he's had a lot of the blame is because. In the end of those playoff games, like say for instance, go back to the Bengals last year. He threw that pivotal, that one turnover that he had last year was at the worst time. It was against the Bengals at the very end of the game. He makes poor decisions at the very end of the game when the pressure is on him. And it sucks because yes, he has carried the team the whole game. But at the very end, you can't come yep. through and you know make those right decisions to actually win the game. Come on, that's a problem with you too. But that also goes to show. The defense tells him he has a problem with the pressure. He has a he has a pressure problem. This is what it is. It's a pressure problem. High stakes. You can't make the right decisions. You got to work on yeah, that. Panic, you ain't gonna get that. What well, we've been talking about over the last few weeks on this podcast, we've been talking say, about quarterbacks. I know what you're gonna say. We've say been it. talking about quarterbacks. We were trying to play hero ball. Oh, All right, man. hero ball. Lamar oh, had done it for years. All right, we saw it in the Eagles game with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> We saw it in. We even saw it in a, a microscope with with Baker Mayfield in the Bucks. All right, with him trying to make it a, a play like that. All right, so we saw it again with Josh Allen. All right, he went for the home run ball when he really didn't have to, because he's trying to he's trying to win the game. All right, he's trying to go for the home run ball. That, that's not how that's not how it succeeds. Oh, Travis Kelsey after after I the just game, feel like. Go ahead, PC. Go ahead. My bad. I, I was just going to say, Travis Kelsey, after the game, um, he said something that, that really pissed people off to Josh Allen. He was like, the fact that y'all are here is, is, is insane. And I get, like, you probably shouldn't say that in the heat of the moment, but it's real really, shit. yeah, real that's, that's real. Well, like, first of all, you know, I don't know the, what. The Bills were not supposed to make it that far. And that's because of Josh Chiefs. Allen. I don't understand what's up with the Chiefs players this year with, like, all these weird game like smart remarks remember when Patrick Mahomes said what he said to Josh Allen when the Bills beat him earlier in the season yeah and then not Travis Kelsey I mean first of all Travis Kelsey you, I don't know if y'all noticed did y'all see how fat this man got bro the man has a belly now a literally a belly now bro shout that's out what dating Taylor Swift does shout, to you, yeah, shout out to you and your healthy relationship Dude, nothing against food, you man. nothing against the relationship with my boy you got fat so like bro you're doing too much as far as that, like I don't know what's up with the Chiefs players doing that shit but like as far as the game like and, and as far as Josh Allen I feel like so much happened before Josh Allen and look you're 100% right with those last few throws even I'd scratch my head it's like bro make the simple throws put yourself either in touchdown or field goal range and then we're having a different conversation but so much wrong happened before those two throws. It's like, I can't blame Josh Allen for that, bro. Because so much happened wrong before that with the drop passes and then a deep ball to Stephon Diggs that literally, I said it earlier, that was a perfect pass, bro. You can't ask your quarterback to make a more perfect pass deep. Stephon Diggs, you won't. Never mind. Superman, Superman can't save everybody. He can, he can. So I just just feel like, go ahead. They got past. They got past it. Let's be honest. Like, yes, that was the biggest what if moment of um of the game. Yes, but they got past that. They got to the freaking uh what is it thirty yard line, and that was our that was already two three plays ago. We ain't worried about. They that. didn't get we past it now. They didn't yeah, get past. They didn't it. get the seven. They didn't. 
But if he catches it, that's a touchdown. Literally, you can't even say that because that's a a complete game changer, bro. Like, they they, they score on that drive, bro. Let me say this. And then the the missed field goal on top of that, like, like, bro, it's like when your team is not even helping you, it's like, damn. I can't, it's like, I gotta play hero ball now because, like, I, I, I'll my say this. Fucked me, bro. Excuse Multiple me, things they... can be true. And I think a lot of people don't get the nuance in football that multiple things can be true. The defense sold all game, which is crazy because they played a good one and a half quarters, limiting Mahomes at first. And then they just flipped the switch. Can't stop the run. You can't stop Isaiah Pacheco. You letting Travis Kelsey go back to old form and sit in zones. You're not hitting them. You letting them get wrecked. Defense selling. Josh Allen played a great game up until that last drive. Like, multiple things can be true. Yes, that team that he has around him needs to change. And it's going to be hard because they 49 mil against the Cat. So you have to make some really big and tough decisions now if you want to put that put a team around Josh. That's true. Sean McDermott. They shouldn't have gave this man Von. They let Von yeah. Miller literally rob them. Von sold Von them. Miller oh, robbed him. So I, so I, I, I mean, that's one of the worst. I forgot he. I forgot he was on the team, bro. Von like, Miller I, pulled yeah. their pants down and robbed them. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Six years, one hundred twenty. And the sad we part is, except that Sean McDermott did that. Like Sean McDermott is, it's time to have some really tough conversations about him. While that's true, we can also accept the fact that. George Allen has hero ball syndrome. And we can you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Just like it's on the rest of the team, it's on him. The ball is in your hands. You're the smartest player on the field, not just on the offense, on the field. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He, Joel just got <laughs> 70. Break, breaking news. Joel just hit 70, bro. Bro, he's no, he he's better not break he's Kobe's Kobe. record. No, take this nigga out. Take this nigga out. Take this nigga out. Take this nigga out. No, I'd be damned no, if Joel Embiid breaks Kobe's record. He's not going to break 81. How much time is left? He's not. He's not going to break it. Okay, okay. I was about to say, you can't do that on Kobe's day, bro. You can't do that on but Kobe. That that's God damn it. Hey, but 70 for a look, center, dog. He, he's coming out. He's, he's getting this stand ovation now. Paul Anthony Collins has a chance. He has 44. He don't care he about that, that nigga. Yo. He has 44 at the weight. What? Stat, bro. This man Paul had 1-3. 44 at half. Ooh. Wait, so, move. Did you hear what he said? He had 1-3. What? I mean, free throws he shoot. Wait. Carl Anthony Towns also has 44 at the half, bro. What is going Why? on right now? What the hell? They trying to break that shit, dog. <laughs> they trying to break the record. Like, I'm going to need 70 on Wemby's head, dude. dude. I'd be uh, damned if I let Carl Anthony Towns bust my 48. 40 in the first half. Nah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> and he has one three. play a basketball game, even pick up. He has 70 on one three, bro. How many what? free throws that man shoot? I think 23. Yeah, I need to know that. He Come shot 23, 23 free throws. Free throws. <laughs> he got 23 free throws? Let me see, though. Let me look for sure. Watch he uh, say 27 or 28. He had, so he shot 23 free throws, made 21. Okay, okay. But still, that's still a 70 burger. Yeah, 70. That's a 70 yeah. burger. I mean, that's a 50 burger either. That's, yeah, that's 70, however you put it. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. 
That's fire. Yeah, whatever. I can't even hate, I can't hate on that. I can't, I hate, can't on that. hate on MB. I can't do it. Congratulations, PC. Congrats. I can't do it. I can't hate on him. That, that's a All right. I really hate. Burn this. I can't hate. Let's move. I, I wanna talk wait. About, so, I wait. Talk about, I talk about Did we give our predictions man. yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so our, all right. So our final, final predictions. Final predictions for the games. Uh, uh, um, I got for for both games. Give me the Ravens. Uh, Lamar gets his Super Bowl. We'll say thirty-four to twenty. And uh, as much as it, it kind of, as much as I want to go against the grain and say the Lions have a real shot, I think it's it's going to be real heartbreak for them. I think they're going to lose. It's going to be a close game. I think they're ultimately lose. Uh, give me twenty four, twenty one, Niners. I, yeah. I got, I got the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to win like thirty three to twenty seven in overtime. And I'm going to go with the Lions in a close game, twenty seven to like twenty three, something like that. I think Debo Samuel's injury is going to be the difference of the game. I feel. Is he playing? No, he's, it's he's 50, going to try to play, but I don't think no, he's going to no, play. No, no, they said it's 50-50 right now. Yeah, that's the last thing I've seen. He's questionable. 50, 50. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. He's 50-50 right yeah, now. Yeah, they're, they're not beating the Lions without Debo. Yeah, Ooh. Lions. Y'all don't think so? They, no. I think that they still beat the Lions without Debo. We're, we're yeah, forgetting about that. Man. All right, so, all right Jello. So give, yeah. so give your prediction then, Jello. Go ahead. So right now, of course, Ravens. I got I got Ravens and Chiefs. Um, I I think that it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a blow. I don't be honest with you. I think Chiefs gonna run into that brick wall. I got Ravens 13, 33, Chiefs seventeen. That's what I got. Yep. What about for Bananas? You took mine. I think I think it's gonna be a, a really close game. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go. Um, 49ers twenty seven. Uh, Lions twenty. That's that's my prediction. That's fair. I'm going to go Ravens in the close win. I'm going to say 34-30. going to be close. But I think the Niners are going to beat the dog shit of the Lions. I think it's going to be like 42-17 or something like that. I love the Lions, but the insanity <laughs> run is over, man. Jared Goff's going to get out there and see them ghosts. It's over, man. Hey man! <laughs> hey, so we got it backwards. That's crazy. Damn. Man, th- that's the only thing uh, that's really bringing down the lines for me. I, I, I just don't trust Jared Goff. Jared Goff's gonna see them ghosts, man. Well, I, don't I love know. him. He's been playing I, well I, so far, but get out there against that good Goff, defense. Man. I trust Jared Goff, but I don't trust Dan Campbell. So I'm a little bit, you know, backwards. Mm. You know, you don't trust Campbell Dan Campbell. Fuck, I, I don't no. trust his no, ass either. I love him, but I don't trust him. Bro, you can only trust a, a, a loose cannon like that for so long. Yeah, and it's going to run so out far. eventually. Like, in my but I, the thing about it is, I, I get that you don't trust him, but I just like I like it. I like that. Wait, so moves. So you moves. might What's like it. You cannot do that against Kyle Shanahan. You do that against uh-huh. Kyle Shanahan, he's going to put his thumb and you know what he's going to yeah. do. So, so that's predictions. So my prediction, so for the Ravens, I'm going to go uh, 27-17 Ravens. Uh, I think that we stopped them pretty easily. Um, and then we get tucked to ice it just to get 27-17 to end it. Um, and I want to go... I really think that the Lions are going to pull something crazy off. I want to think that. But I got to go with C- CMC and Kittle and 
you know, this defense that the Niners have. So I'm going to go 30 to 17 Niners. I think it's not going to be Damn. really close. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead, I, just, I, mean, I don't think so. My prediction wow. is um, the bank is going to be rocking, but I think the Ravens are going to win by 10. Um, I think they're going to win 27-17. And for the Lions game, I'm going to – I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if, like, if Debo is going to play, but maybe – I don't know. I think, the, I think the Niners are going to come up with it. Just because Christian McCaffrey and 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 Ayuk and all them and Kittle, so I think the line the the Niners hey. are gonna win by three. And, I the, guess. and the Lions, the Lions are on the road, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lions on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're gonna get killed. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, I get my prediction. That's crazy. Jello, I'm so- hoping your prediction is right. I really do. I really do. Cause oh, I would love that. Mm. I got Go so I got Go so with the Ravens and Ace, I agree with everybody. I think this is honestly this is the Ravens year. I don't think anybody's stopping the Ravens as far as getting to getting yeah. to the Super Bowl. Like I said, Lamar's on a mission. He's locked in like I've never seen a player locked in before. And I truly believe that he's gonna prove everybody wrong, finally getting that win over the playoffs when it matters to get to the Super Bowl. Give me the Ravens 34 Chiefs 28. 34-28. Um now, as far as the the 49ers and and the in the uh, Lions, that's crazy, bro. Like, so only Gianni's the only one who thinks the Lions are gonna pull this off, bro. Like, I honestly, I think Lions that's are one of those. Well, Debo. Honestly, I, I, it I depends on Debo. It really depends on Debo playing. I, I think uh, it's a little too early to make I that. Think, I'll say, I'll say, because I've been I've been on record saying, hey, one domino falls for the Niners, the whole team falls, and, and I still, in a sense, believe that. All right, if Debo plays, which is probably not gonna be at hundred percent, I'd still give them I'll still give them the win. If Debo don't play at all, Lions are gonna upset a lot of people. Man, it depends, it depends on that that Lions defense, to be honest. That's what it comes down to. That Lions defense is very, very suspect at times. It's very inconsistent. Um, we know what the offense is gonna do. Ben Johnson's done a hell of a job over there. We know they have the, the weapons, they got uh Amara. Uh, Gibbs, Montgomery, uh, Laporta, like they have the weapons. And see, Mook, that's my point. That the 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 two points you just made as far as the defense, like remember, but there was a time when we were praising like this 49ers secondary, they were good, praising the linebackers. Yeah. I don't know if y'all been paying attention, but that defense has drastically dropped, bro. They're not the same defense yeah. they was during the regular season. As far the as secondary, the, the secondary was so always the secondary, the secondary is, was. Always suspect. Ever since their uh, starting safety. Uh, but this is the thing, though. Yeah. Secondary is gone. Secondary has yeah. shut down. But the problem is them linebackers. Them 49ers linebackers. I don't know if Jerry Goff can handle that pressure. I do See, not. I do not believe in him enough. But those. But if but he that, does, the defense as a whole. The defense as a whole. he does. Has just gotten worse as far as when the playoffs start. And for the second, that's why, why Mook said Armin Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, where you know he didn't even mention David Montgomery. You got Sam Laporta. Like that is a lot of high power offense on that, there, that there the Lions two, are gonna have to. There are two X factors that you have to pay attention to for the Lions. Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery. I'm giving them the ball at least 40 times in that game, bro. And I'm so serious. 
That's how you're going to win. I think, bro, bro, and I I forgot. How about, because I just wanted to mention this because this was the, like, snakiest move I've seen today. Why the hell is Zach Ertz in Detroit right now? I don't care. He's ring chasing. I don't care about that. He's ring chasing. He's a big body, though. He's a big body, and he's he's an okay pass catcher. I mean, I don't think he's going to get no... He wants like yeah. another ring. Maybe in a Super Bowl okay. he'll play, but he's not. I hear what y'all course, saying. Of course, you're about... defending him, PC, former Eagle. Of course, of course. You see, I know what I know. You. Okay, so let me I get my prediction. You. Let me get my. Stop no. yeah, go, go, ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, so, okay. so yeah. So for the reasons I just named, I, like I agree with PC, uh, uh, Luke, but for the opposite reasons, I think that the uh, the Lions have an extremely high power offense. We all know as far as the players that we named. I think it's going to be a lot for the secondary. Uh, actually, going to be a ton for the secondary because good luck stopping Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield and trying to stop uh, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown on the outside. And then you still have to worry about possibly the best tight end after Mark Andrews, of course. Shout out to my Ravens fan. And Sam Laporta <clears throat> running up the middle and doing what he can do. He's damn near a third wide receiver on the team. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot for the, for the 49ers defense. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the offense that the, that the uh, Lions are going to be able to bring them. As far as the other side, yeah, Debo Samuel, if he's 50%, if he plays, he's not going to be 100%. I think that's going to be a huge factor. If he doesn't play, I don't even think it's going to be close as far as with the Lions just running it up on the 49ers. But I'm assuming that he'll play. He's not going to be 100%, so that kind of concerns me. I understand as far as CMC and the guys that they have on the outside with Kittle in the middle as well. But, man, Brock Purdy, bro. He was not that good last week, bro. Like, his numbers, yeah, he threw over 250 yards or whatever it was. But, bro, if you watch the game, he was not really that impressive in that game, bro. But, and I mean, that, that goes to tell the story about Brock Purdy as a whole player. I mean, what he does, he just – all he does is not mess up. As long as you don't he's mess up with that team, manager, you're set up for success. Yeah, and, and he's – go ahead. And, yeah, that goes with what you were saying, Mook, uh, the whole game manager thing. Brock Purdy has proved to be a very elite game manager. And really, really, with this 49ers team, that's all you need. All you need to do is not mess up, and you're fine. So Brock Purdy is not going to have eye-popping stats because he's never been that type of player. For sure. I don't even – to be honest, he's never been an MVP conversation type player, but he has proven to do just enough to complement what the 49ers got going on. With with Kyle Shanahan, that's all you need for real. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Brock fooled me, and, and man. I, I, I thought Brock you. was gonna be that you. nigga, man. I hear you, gentlemen. Wait, wait. Let me get my prediction. I hear you, gentlemen. That's cool and all, but I still trust the Lions' defense way more than I trust the 49ers' defense at this point, right now in the playoffs. So, yeah. As far as that said, I agree with Gianni. I think that the Lions are gonna pull up the upset. I understand that they're on the road as well, but I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. I think we're possibly talking about a game in, in the 30s, 40s, where each team is literally just going back and forth, back and forth, bro. Um. So give me give me the Lions 45, 49ers 42. I think it'll come down to a field goal wow. at the end. I think Jared Goff is gonna have the ball in his hands on uh with two minutes left. I think it'll drive the Lions down the field. Uh I'm gonna even give out a shout out. I think Jameer Gibbs is gonna be huge in that two-minute uh drill when they get the field goal to win the game. Um dude, Jameer Gibbs. Bro, Bam, my guy, Bam, is a running back for the listeners that don't know. Bam is a uh, – he played college football as a running back. Bro, do you think this is possibly the era, and everybody can get in on this, where we're talking about where teams finally start reaching on generational running backs in the draft, bro? 
uh, B. John Robinson taking a number eight, Jameer Gibbs taking a number 12, bro. I love it for running backs, bro. Because remember, See, guys, just, a, just a year ago, running backs were all having these meetings with each other about, yo, we're not getting paid enough. And they were talking about boycotting the NFL. And now, you feel me? You do what you do this draft, and you take these two generational running backs who lived up to the hype. Like, man, what you think, bro? You think this is – you think man, we finally you know what I – whether it's me being biased or it's me being straight up, either way you want to take it, I've been on the fact of I don't give a fuck if it's a running back or receiver, whatever it may be. If he got a talent, take him. You if you call it a reach, oh well. They called Jameer a reach, and look what he did to this Lions offense. Mm. You one, mm. But you can't yeah. make that. Right. And the fact that if as a running back you need to be able to adapt. If you can catch the ball in the backfield. That's a whole nother dimension to your game. Not to mention, if you could pass protect, which Jameer Gibbs was critiqued for coming out of college, and he's one of the best pass protecting backs in the NFL pound for pound, he's not going to come in, run, roll, and <coughs> hold, but he's going he gonna to catch the stunt. He's going to catch the blitz. He's going to get over to the fire and pick it up. So you pass protect, you run the ball well, and you catch the ball in the backfield. Mm. A weapon, you can do whatever. You can't be shut down in any way. So I feel like that B. John and and um B. John and Jameer have shown that they deserve that contract. They deserve that pick. You take them if they're there. You let them fall, and then you go have to deal with them. That's just me. But I, I just want now to, to get to what you were saying, TK, because um the thing about this going on for later drafts, I don't know how how long this will be keeping up because the fact that Bijan and Jameer, that's like two of the best running backs I've seen in the college game in a very, very long time. This year and these next few years that I've been seeing, I haven't seen no type of backs that can really make that, that same type of projection right now. Um, you can say Blake Corum has a case for Michigan, but other than other than that, no. I did He's say like, generational, <laughs> generational. So I mean, running backs maybe a running back for <laughs> the next three, four years. If yeah, a gen, but, I'm saying if a generational running back is there, I think a team's gonna take a chance and they'd be like, "Look, man, I think with Bijan and and, and Jameer Gibbs, if he's that type of running back in college, yeah. I think teams are I think teams are gonna be like, I don't give a fuck about the analytics. I don't care about what the media says and as far as the mock drafts. Okay, if that okay, running back yeah, is I there, if I I'm just saying, I, yeah. as far as the talent this year, like, especially with running backs, I do not see a first-round running back. I don't either. To be I agree with you 100%. I don't either. But just in general, though, like, going forward. Because it's going, they're going to be there. They're yeah, gonna they're going to be there. You, you can't completely phase the running back position out of the game. My point is it's not a sustainable thing. It's not going to be a sustainable thing. It's going to be a... A few years, yeah, maybe you'll see it happen. But I'm I'm with them that... in a sense. Like you know, if the talent's there, the talent's there. What Jameer Gibbs yeah. has done this season is what Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs failed to do this season, and that's improved the value of of the running back. And I, you have I think to evolve with the game. You have yeah. to at this point. You have to know how to catch the ball in the backfield, and you even have to know how to go ahead and get out in a slot and be like a. You have to learn how to run. Dependable slot. You have That's to slot. know how to run routes, catch the ball, get leverage on a defender. You have to know how to do that type of stuff. Pick up the blitz. Or else Pick up the you blitz. can't run the yes. You can't run the ball 25, 30 times a game no more. Like you just can't do that. 
You see what happened to Derrick Henry. You see what happened to even Josh Jacobs this year. You just can't do that. It doesn't sustain your body. Linebackers and even DBs are getting to the point where niggas are 6'4", 6'5", 200 pounds, and they running 4'3". That's coming at you for years, bro. You can't sustain 30 times a game. Derrick Henry is a, is a specimen, and the game has caught up with him. As much as I love him, he, he's not going to be able to sustain that no more. So you got to adapt. If you can adapt your game to do that, you got a bunch of Jameer Gibbs running around. All right, let's mm-hmm. take another commercial break right quick. Carl Anthony Towns has 55 points in two minutes left in the third quarter. Bruh, bruh, he about to break 70 pieces. What is what going the hell? on, uh, bro? It, what the hell? What happened hey, to the game I love, man? That bro. game. Bro. <laughs> Luke is so I'll be right What now, happened to the game I love? They like, Carl, I'll what up, man? What? Hey, hey, it's of Kobe, all right? They, they, Pat nah, and Embiid nah. are paying no. homage Kobe right now. No, 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 no. Don't ever in your Look, Embiid, I understand. Embiid's a generational, you feel me, type of shit. But not, not Carl Anthony Towns. I'll be the damn. Embiid modeled his game after Kobe. What is Carl Anthony Towns doing dropping 55 in two minutes in the third quarter, bro? This is saying same that got choked out by Simmons on the floor. It was three months ago. No, no, no. not playing. That's why. I was wondering why. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if Kobe's record gets ruined by a zesty motherfucker like that. (laughs) Fuck this nigga. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if Kobe's uh, record gets ruined by that zesty motherfucker. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. damned. (laughs) No big facts, though. No, no. They better take that nigga out. No. Nah, he might drop 80. It's this actually hey. a perfect uh, segue into uh, our our next step. It's, it's time to officially uh, talk about talk about basketball. Well, of course, we have all this happening on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's a one point performance, icon performance, uh, the most points we've ever seen uh, since Wilt's one hundred in an NBA game, dropping it on Jalen Rose and the Toronto Raptors. Um, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, and you know. Kobe. For, for for tonight, it is uh, it has been certainly uh, two in particular that are trying their best Kobe impression to break that record. Um, but yeah, it's time to it's time for me to get into PC's Power Five, my top five players in today's league that can drop eighty-one or more. Now, I want to preference this list off by saying, all right, that these are players that in my personal opinion, can drop 81 at any given moment. 81 or more at any given moment if they really wanted to. All right. Man. So, given, given the chance, given the chance, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, Nicholas Batum, I just always gag. Paul Reed. Oh, <laughs> Paul Reed. oh my God. I'm not going to lie to you. The day Tobias Harris dropped 81, I'm going to drive to Philly and blow it off the mat. But you drive to Philadelphia and blow it off the mat. Tobias Harris Tobias Harris ever decide to drop more than 40, I will blow it off the mat for you, bro. Yo. That's crazy. Don't even well, don't well, even get me started on what's gonna happen if Nicholas Batum drop eighty one. I'm gonna drop a few <laughs> on America. Mm. Of course, I'm not, 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 
let me let me get into the list because number number five number five <laughs> on the list may actually shock everybody here. All right, it may even shock the people that are listening to the uh, episode right now. Number five players that could drop eighty one or more with Cam Thomas. Now, now, okay, hand me out. Hand me out right here. No, I want y'all to picture that, something right here. I want I y'all to picture. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through this list and then y'all can get through uh, uh, reactions for it. Cam Thomas in a perfect situation with an actual developed shot because we already know this man can score at high volume when given a chance. He's coming off the bench right now and dropping oh, 30 and given notice. Imagine in a perfect scenario where he's the first option for the Brooklyn Nets. He has a head coach that actually lets him cook and has the offense run through him. Cam Thomas with a developed chance and a developed shot, I think he is going to be a key player, not only for the Brooklyn Nets, but in the NBA for many years to come. All right. He has proven, he has proven that he could score at high volume. Now, you could say wherever you want about the rest of his game. All right. When he's not scoring, yes, it looks bad. All right. And he can't really offer much else. But we're not talking about everything else. We're talking about if he could score 81 or more. And I think, uh, given nights, Given the chance to be the first option with that developed shot, I think Cam Thomas might be a guy that we have to look out for to drop eighty one more. And that's just in the near future. That's just okay, in the who's, near your, future. who's your other four? Who's your other four, bro? All right. Let's go to number four. This is a guy that before tonight uh, was the closest to breaking Kobe's record. Donovan Mitchell. Um oh. you know, Donovan Mitchell, he dropped seventy one and it was recent. And right now, I don't know if y'all know this right now. The Caps are surging. They've won eight in a row. They've won eight in a row. All right. And a lot of people wrote them off this year, myself included. All right. I thought after Mobley and um, who's the other guy that uh, went down with Garland? After Garland and Mobley went down for him, I thought the Caps season was done. All right. I was ready to, to pack it in for them. But Donovan Mitchell, for as much slack as we give him, all right, when it's bad, it's bad, yes. But he's proven when he's on, he's on, and he's scored. 70 or more already scored 71 uh, last season against the Bulls. What's to say he can't score 10 more? All right. And I think when you think of a guy like that, when you talk about him being the first option, he's essentially what I would want Cam Thomas' role to be. All right. First option on a team that needs you to score. Donovan Mitchell has done that before. That's why he's my number four. All right. My, my top three are more reasonable, all right? Starting with number three, Giannis. Um, I mean, I, I feel like this part is pretty obvious. Um, I, I was skeptical of putting him on this list because he has Dame, who could also do the same. Dame's been pretty butt this year. Uh, so I, w- I, w- I went with the latter here. Giannis has already dropped 40-point uh, triple-doubles this year, 30-point triple-double. He dropped a 30-point triple-double tonight, all right? He dropped 64 on 30 made three throws but 64 against the pacers earlier this year all right which was a franchise record he has proven that this is why it's so frustrating you know with a guy like Giannis. imagine Giannis with an actual consistent jump shot he'd be on top undoubtable already proven he can be unguardable without it so he gets one yeah, he might be the guy to not only drop 81, he might he might go for the home run ball and try to go for Wilts 100 because he is capable of that. He is certainly more than capable of that. He's an MVP, former finals MVP, a champion, an all 
defensive guy. All right, he's won essentially everything in the league already. All right, what's to say he can't go for a record like Kobe's eighty one? That's my number three. Number two, I went with Luka Doncic. Ooh, I was Luka hoping Doncic. you said his name. I was, was hoping you said his name. Yeah. Only, there is only one. No, sorry. There are only two people that have 60-point triple-doubles in NBA history. James Harden, James Harden. and Luka Doncic. Yeah. That right there should be enough to tell you that this man is more than capable of going off for 81 or more in a game. All right? If it wasn't for Kyrie Irving, who has been uh, wishy-washy at best this year. All right. Oh, I don't know his, I don't whoa, know his specific whoa, whoa, stats. Whoa, whoa. I don't know his specific stats. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know his specific stats. No, you clearly have not been watching Save reactions for the end. Save reactions for the end. We can talk about it later. All right. We can talk about it after I get to the number one. All right. All I'm saying is Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is the number one option. He is the guy for Dallas. All right. When the team needs something, they go to Luka, all right? And I I know that he is certainly capable of at least dropping 70, all right? 60, 64, he can easily get to 81. And I, I, I say that very lightly about these top two choices, all right? I say that very easily, I should say, about these top two choices. Both of these guys can get 81 very easily, all right? Which leads to my number one. And I'm glad that he dropped 70 tonight because I was expecting that. Uh, but it only furs my point. It's Joel and B. Um, dude, y'all can call me bias all you want. Y'all can talk about bias. how, you know, thanks. Y'all, you could call me delusional. delusional. What Joel and B is doing this year is They're simply delusional. special. All right. It is really special. When MVP. He when he's not hurt. Woo! All right. And when he's right. not playing against Giannis. What are you talking about? He, he has a... Anyways. Okay. Okay. So, I get through my thing. Damn. Y'all keep cutting me <laughs> off. Let me talk about Joel Embiid and why he's number one, oh niggas. God. Damn. Oh, my God. Because y'all are going to hear hours. me, all right? This is my night. Hours. And Joel just dropped 70. Y'all are going to shut up and hear me about number one, all right? I'm gonna He's be honest the first with you. guy this season to drop <laughs> some knees this year. PC, let me all say right? something he right here, because I'm going to be honest with after you. Kobe, all right? Jello, this is Jello. a guy that is averaging 35 a game currently, all right? And, and that's by good margin first in the league, all right? The second guy behind him is Luka, and Luka's averaging, uh, what is that? I believe it was 32 and a half, all right? Last season, he was the uh, uh, scoring champion. The season before that, he was the scoring champion. All right, this man is a former MVP. All right, he is on pace to have uh, currently uh, 20. He's on pace 22 and counting for uh, 30 points or more in the game. All right, the only other active NBA player to have that is James Harden, who finished with 21. All right, this is a guy that at one point this season had a streak of 15 or more games of 30 points and at least 10 rebounds. He just passed Michael Jordan. 69-point performance with 15 rebounds and at least five assists, all right, in this game that he had tonight. You can talk about all you want about his, his playoff success. You can talk all you want about how he has, how he has, um, um, he choked in the playoffs. It's fine. It's cool, all right? The bottom line is Joel Embiid is a generational talent. Joel Embiid is a high-volume scorer. He proved it tonight. And that's why he is simply number one on this list. Y'all can troll me all you want. 
it won't okay, change man. what I think about this. I'm gonna man. troll you with something that's right now. That's why he is number one. And that's that, why that, I have. I'm gonna troll you with something right now. Let me tell you. Oh, also, and one final thing. Down. And one final thing. Shh, one final thing. Honorable mention: Nikola Jokic. If he wasn't a playmaking center. What? No, no, no. Dude, Nikola no, Jokic not. is not dropping what anyone. This list is. What is this? This is a dog shit. What's wrong? This list was so bad. This is list. Where is Damian Lillard? Where is Damian Lillard? Where is Damian Lillard? Let me respond. Let me respond to PC. Let me respond to PC. So for one, you put Cam Thomas over here over guys like Jason Tatum. Let me tell you though. Let me tell you though. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Try to interject. All right, so we got. Tatum, <laughs> Devin Booker, who's yes, literally was dropped not. seventy. Yes, that that was. I considered Cam him Thomas for this man. Yes, hear me. I, I understand. I actually originally had Devin Booker on this list. All right, but then I thought, again, this list is fluid. All right, he has Kevin Durant on his side right now. So no he way. would never have we to drop. He, he would did, never have to saw, drop eighty one. No, but we saw what he did in the playoffs last year. He had a historical playoff run. He, he, he had to. He put up numbers that I mean, let's be real. If he wasn't playing the future champion Nuggets, those those numbers probably would have been enough to get him over the hump. <laughs> let's be real. And then you say that Kyrie Irving is wishy washy this year. That's what I really want to talk about because Why Kyrie is has been playing. What is he's, his been playing, he's been playing. He's been hurt for half the year. Like oh, last. that's why his stats are down. Okay. All right. Well, excuse me down. then. I didn't oh, no, understand the full situation. All right. Let's it's been it's been mostly Luca. All right. So yeah, I apologize. He hasn't been playing a lot this year. I just I thought I didn't realize he was. I I just thought that he had been wishy washy this year. His last two realize. games. He, his last two games he shot poor, but other than that, he's averaging twenty five five and five this year as a second option. On great efficiency per usual, Kyrie is going to get the buckets. We know how Kyrie is. We know who he is. That is elite. Um, yeah, and then then you say Jokic over guys like Anthony Davis, who could honestly turn up if he ever – he has a shot that you wish you, uh, Giannis has. He has a jump shot. He has the skill. And he has the ability to get – I mean, he has the ability to get to the line and convert the shot. That's another thought, thing. Which Joel that is another Embiid guy I thought done, of. Done today. Joel Embiid showed us what can happen if you're able to get to the line, make your free throws, be able to make a shot consistently. I mean, these are things. So I got a lot of I got a lot of different thoughts about that. But that's all right. My, so 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 on a grade of on uh, a grade of A to F, let's go around the class and and let's see uh, who gives me the highest grade here. Starting with you, move on A to. Uh, Rank eight to F. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say because you have Joel Embiid, who you're lucky he had a seventy burger tonight, and Donovan uh, Mitchell has showed us he can he can score he can score when he's on. There's not a lot of people that can stop Donovan Mitchell scoring. So the proof is in the pudding. There you have Luca on the list, who is I mean we know what kind of score he is. That's three. I gotta deduct some points from the Cam Thomas. That's just an outrageous take. Um, and then you have what was the other one? Giannis. Giannis. It was five, five Thomas, 
four Mitchell, three Giannis, two Luka. Yeah. I'm going to give you a – I'll give you a C plus. I think it's a solid list, but I think that there's better scores to choose from that can have an explosion um, capable of 81 points in a night than Giannis or uh, Cam Thomas. So I'll give a C plus. I'll give a B, honestly. I think um, Dame and, and, and okay. Booker should be on the list. Okay, fair. Jello, you, you, you've been waiting patiently. I, yeah, I, my bad, my bad. I'll, I'll give I'll give you a I'll give you a C minus on this list. Main, main reason. Oh yeah, shut the hell up, shut the hell up. We're done here. Next. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Can I talk? Can I talk? Can uh, I talk? Oh shit! Main reason I so with the Cam Thomas one, I actually like that one because when I heard Cam Thomas, I was thinking back to look back. Remember when Devin Booker had that seventy point game? Where that team was, that team had absolutely nothing. That Sun team, and that Devin Booker was like the diamond in the rough, and they actually just fed him the ball because he was the only option. I see the same thing with Cam Thomas. So in that in that case, being that like like um how should I say that diamond in the rough, like out of the blue type shit, I could see that. But that's like literally the only reason I didn't flip out. But my main thing, you did not have Shea Gilgis Alexander on this list. That was my main problem because I could definitely see Shea Gilgis Alexander dropping eighty one. So you Wait, did you just that? compare? No, go ahead, dude, no, Well, bro, stop it, bro, stop it, bro. <laughs> did you yeah, just compare good. Cam Thomas to Devin Booker? No, look, oh. I'm not comparing. I'm no, he's about saying that he's saying a situation. He's saying a situation. The situation that it was. But that's he's not, not the comparing same situation, eight. though. But that's not the same situation, I don't care though. about the situation. Because, that's, because that's crazy. Their their second best player was like TJ Warren. And then, but you look at the player with you look at the team with the Nets. They got Mikael Bridges. They got uh, Claxton. Like they have pieces there to be able to score and do other things. Cam Thomas is not the only scorer on the Nets. No, he's, he's not. Of, but I think in terms of, of raw talent and guys that can actually get there, Cam Thomas, I'm, I'm taking. Fuck like, the situation. Cam Thomas is a shot chucker. You can say what you want yeah. about Devin Booker. He shot like 60% that night. Cam yeah. Thomas, might he might get you 50 or 60, but he's going to shoot 17 for 45. I'm not, I'm not about to keep giving you the ball. The fuck? Yeah, Thomas, I, that, don't, that, he that, don't that, see a shot that he don't like. He going to shoot it. That, I'll say thing, that. too, what you were saying about him as well. Doc Vaughn is not letting Cam get off like that. He's not He's not doing that because that coach is going to limit him. Oh, yeah, he's going to say, don't believe him. get your shots that, up and get in the bench. That, that's, why I was, that's why I was saying, like, in a perfect scenario, like, because he's not in a perfect scenario right now. I mean, he's already coming off the bench. You know, and he doesn't have that developed shot yet that he that I think a lot of bands like myself are, are waiting for. You know, he's an inefficient, high volume scorer right now. Right. And that has to change if he wants to stay in the NBA because he's not offering anything else right now. Unless he decides to ramp up his defense in the offseason. You know, he's when he's when he's off, he is quite literally unplayable. You know, but when he's on, you see what he does. Which is why yeah, I think you can that's get the only that. thing. That's the only thing I'm waiting on. 
if we talk about this overall game, that's really what I'm waiting on. The, the, I mean, you need to be able to play both sides because you become unplayable and you you stunt your growth because now the coach, me as a coach, I can't trust you on that end and we're giving up buckets. Like, we need to be able to get a run going and you're mm-hmm. giving up buckets on the other end. I understand that you can get buckets, but how many shots you going to take to get those buckets? Yeah. And even now as a teammate, I'm not about to keep giving you the ball if you three for seventeen, unless you get unless you go going up there and getting your rebound and you getting steals yeah. and putting the ball in your own hand. I'm not gonna give you the ball. Like, yeah. And we seen we see what what kind of player that Cam is. Cam is the definition of next shot mentality. Mm-hmm. So he put up thirty and he hit one. Oh, I'm hot. And he going and shooting them. He's shooting thirty more. So that's the kind of player that Cam is. So for that reason. I think that that's a valid reason for him to be on your list, but yeah. as far as him actually converting those opportunities, uh, I don't know. Tough sledding. Can I give? Can I give my rating now? My yes. bad. Like my phone had died. I had to plug my shit in. So, first of all, I did. Yeah, Cam Cam Thomas is cool. Like, but he's very inconsistent, bro. So I don't think I I haven't seen enough from Cam Th- Thomas to think that he can drop eighty one in the game. So I'm taking that off the list. Luca, I agree with. Um, who else did you say that was on the list? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, like like Mook said, the, the 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 I mean, the proof is in the pudding. We've all seen Donovan Mitchell. When you he you want to hear the, the full list again? Yeah, five five was Thomas, four was Donovan Mitchell, three was Giannis, two was Luca, one was Embiid. Okay, so let's get so those so not those two, so one and you're one and one now. PC as far as Giannis. I, I'm sorry. I don't think Giannis' style of play, he's not dropping 81 in the game. It's hard for a big to do what Embiid did tonight, did tonight, bro. There's a reason why bigs, even though they're giants, there's a reason why bigs aren't dropping 70, 80, 60, 50. It doesn't happen. It, it happens but, every once in a blue moon, bro. So, so I, I don't think Giannis, um, like I said, maybe if you would have said Damian Lillard, even at, even at this point, we just seen Damian Lillard drop like 48 the other night, bro. Like, I think Damian Lillard, because he can hit threes, um, he's a player that can, you feel me, maybe give you more. But, yeah, Giannis, I just I just can't see Giannis. Giannis is not a good shooter. He's not a good uh, three-point shooter. And we've seen that there's ways to stop Giannis, bro, you feel me, um, as far as inside the paint. We've seen it happen in the playoffs. So, I don't think Giannis is one of those players to give you 81. So, you're one and two right now. Luka, I 100% agree. I think Luka's one of those players that can definitely drop 81 any given night that he wants to. Um, but he's also he's a guy that's a playmaker, so it's really not in his game to just go out there and put up a ton of points. And then Joel Embiid, can we slow the roll down a little bit? You're two and two right now, PC. So this is the tiebreaker. I just feel like yes. Shout out to Joel Embiid. Shout out to the Sixers fans. Y'all have every right to go on Twitter and social media and go crazy tonight. You feel me? Seventy burger is a seventy burger. But let's not act like the level. of competition was a young Spurs team that he went out there and just completely dominated. I, I, it's not I like, knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. It's not like I knew you were going to say that. 70 is 70, song. my guy. It is. It is. It, did I not say fans have every right? Like A motherfucker can't tell any fan of the Sixers tonight anything about Joel Embiid. Talk all this shit. We got to listen to it. But when we wake up tomorrow and you got a Sixers fan wake up tomorrow morning and you go through and you look at the highlights and you think you refresh that 70-point game, just realize you did it against the 76ers, bro. A Wimby, rook, a 19-year-old Wimby, Wimby, okay? PC, he's not, it's not like he's out here doing it again. 
I would have been more impressed if he did it against a Jokic or uh, uh, I don't know, get uh, 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 Rudy, Gold, dropped, Rudy Goldberg. Dropped, uh, Oh, he did. He did dominate the matchup against. He did. He did, he hey, did outplay Jokic. Hey, PK, you can you can well, look at you can look at Joel Embiid's numbers. You can look at Joel Embiid's numbers against top four defenses this year. He's actually performed really well. He's posting PC, thirty-three not, and ten. And I'm not saying, but PC, that's not the question. The question was eighty-one points, right? <laughs> Players that we think can drop eighty-one points in a game. Yeah. I don't Played think Joel Embiid. I don't think Joel Embiid is one of those players that can drop 81 points in a game against a player. It, it, I, I just, I, I don't think he's one of those players. I think 70 points, I think this is going to be. Joel Embiid all- is not like any other player. Giannis Antetokounmpo is not like any other player. Nikola Jokic they're, they're, is not like any other player. Right? That's not, why That's why they're all on my list. At least, and Jokic is an awful mention for hey, that reason. They're like, not. You, you have one but, name, though, that I forgot, that I forgot to mention, too, when I was saying it. Like when I think uh, of players who can drop seventy points, I think of like a player like a like a Devin Booker or like a Jason Tatum. Even hell, I think I think I, call me crazy. I think Kevin Durant could drop eighty one at this point in his career, especially this year. The way he's playing this year, absolutely. Like it's just other players. I think before I think of Joel Embiid and PC. Here's the my here's the craziest thing. You have him number one over yeah. Luca, brother. Oh, having yeah. him over Luca is insane. Yeah. It's insane it's bias. No, it's not. It's, Insane, it's not. It's not insane. It's really not. It's not insane. You th- not so insane. wait. You think Joel Embiid has a better chance totally. to drop totally. eighty-one in a game yeah. over Luka Doncic? I mean, you saw it tonight. He came pretty close. Oh, you know, you know one player. Okay. You know one player that I, I think we're 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 leaving off this list, and I think it's kind of sad. Steph Curry, School mm-hmm. Henderson. And here's the thing. <laughs> Wait, what? Right, what? Right, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, oh, I I thought you if you want to hear the players I thought of originally for this list. All right. I originally had Devin Booker on this list. I originally had, um, um, I originally thought of Anthony Davis on this list. I thought of Jason Tatum, but the way he's been inconsistent this year, yeah, I I can't I can't really put too much investment into him. All right. I got um, one more name. I got one more name. Steph Curry Ant. as well. No, I Steph got Ant. I got Ant Edwards. I think that he's a player that could definitely go for 81. Absolutely. If really wanted to. Y'all are still in my list. I can't even have some spits in my list now. I, 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 I don't appreciate being kicked. All I said was Scoot Henderson. That's all I said. Oh, bro. y'all kicked him too? You bro. guys are missing LeBron James. No worries. Total stop. Total stop. Please don't stop. Please. Please. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I, I can't. I can't tonight, bro. It's 47. I can't tonight. Yo, it's no way this man said this. We're not doing that tonight. It's no man said this. We're not doing that tonight. The man um, is 47. Calm the foot down, dude. Please. Okay. Don't, don't, don't even get him. Sorry. Nope. 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 Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying Don't say anything. Hey, Jay. Because you've been trolling me. All right, can, control can your tolerance. Get, can we get Temperance. an update on Cat? Oh, let me see. We got 62. Please, please 62. Oh, he slowed down. Yeah, please tell me he fouled Thank out. God. I, I'm not, I'll be damned if that Wait, motherfucker gets this 80. I said, please tell me he fouled oh. out. Hey, he, oh, no, he didn't foul out. He's going to, bro. Oh, that's why he's going to drop 62. Bro, they're, they're actually going to lose to the Hornets. <laughs> what? But. 
62 and losing to the Hornets? Oh, the guy that y'all mentioned, Anthony Edwards, um, and has seven. Well, yeah, because he's probably, he, I'm pretty sure he doesn't mind his home. He doesn't mind Cat going crazy. He probably told Cat, go out there and break the record, bro. Going crazy okay, and seven? losing he to said the this, Hornets. Just go crazy. Okay, but seven? Nah, I don't care. How many seven points did he take? Ten. That's about to look right now. Nah, that's bullshit. He is, he is three for ten yeah. from the field. Yeah, oh. so at a certain oh, point, no. he probably said, fuck it, just go out there and do your thing. Let's go break it. That's why you lose it to the Hornets. back in the game. You lose it to the piss poor Hornets. You lose it to you lose, you lose it, it to the two. Hornets, gang. Man, you listen to you losing to twenty seven nights, Miles Bridges right now, bro. Honestly, <laughs> man, Miles Bridges ass got twenty eight. <laughs> man, you losing to Brandon Miller. Twenty seven days, man. I love that song. Yeah. It makes me twenty seven days. Yo, Brandon Miller got twenty seven on eleven for thirteen. You not playing no games. That's point guard. And getting outplayed by a rookie. Huh. Damn, Miller, man. He's tough. Tragic. It really is tragic. Seven days. Honestly, I, I, I thought days. my list had, had fluidity. Oh, I, I didn't give I you the grade. I wouldn't give it an A. I didn't give you the grade. Right? I'll be realistic. But it's a, it's a solid B+. Plus. All right? No, it's a, it's no. outside the box. All right? So, PC, let me give you a final grade now. Because I didn't give you the final grade. So, drum roll, please. You know what? Thank you. I'm not one to fail my students, and I believe that as black men, I, I believe in passing my black students. Gonna give so you know what, PC? I'm going to give you just enough to pass the class for the C-, because I don't want to see you stay back in my class another year. <laughs> and, you feel me? Not graduate. You guys are, you not guys, you guys are careful. So I'm going to give you a C-. You guys are D-riding, man. He doesn't get a C. He gets a D. I get this man a D. Oh, wow. D. Because he because of Cam Thomas in the top five. Why would you put Cam Thomas in the top but, five? But you I put him over Steph Curry. Though. You put him over Damian Lillard. You put him over Devin Booker. You put him over Steph Curry. Steph as Curry much as I can't. He's dropping eighty one right now. Come on, dude. Think about it. I, I keep naming all these old. His reason though. I can tell you, Steph Curry, niggas, man. Steph Curry. Steph Curry is not dropping eighty one points at this point. He is. I don't want. I don't want to use the W word. But he's, he's dead. He, I don't want to say it yet, but this year, oh my God, I don't recognize who the he fuck he is. He does look washed. He's not. He does look washed. I'm loving every bit of it, man. I'm loving every bit of it. See, I agree with us because the list was creative, but it for all the reasons that they named. It was creative, but for all the reasons that they named, Cam Thomas should not be anywhere near no type of list. Yeah, he lost me after Cam Thomas should not be anywhere on his list. He lost me after Cam Thomas, but yep. Enough of that washed cuck. Let's go. <laughs> My God. Hey, who's next? He, he had to. I mean, he so he he crushed his dreams a long time ago. No, I he not not crushed my dreams. I just cannot stand that light skin fuck that. Anyways, yeah, it, he ahead, must man. still he must still be hurt when Steph Curry beat LeBron James. No, 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 no. Oh Kevin God. Durant, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson beat LeBron James. Andrew Get it right, buddy. Get it right. I personally didn't give a damn because my Lakers were trash. So I really I wasn't even ready for the NBA no more. Bro. I, I'm just waiting for D Lo to get traded because I, I I like I don't care if he's been balling, man. I still think of that Denver series like the back of my hand. He sold, he got bitched by Bruce Brown. I'm not I'm not letting that go. Nah. So yeah, anyway, anyways, go ahead, PC. He's telling I mean, he's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. He did get bitched by Bruce Brown, but it's okay. That's all right. Um 
let's 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 go into uh the Water next the topic bridge. um we actually uh tk we we actually want uh you to dive more into the waltron either uh waltron higher excuse me oh okay so yeah so me and bam uh, for the listeners we was having this conversation earlier um when the news got announced about the offensive coordinator that the bears hired and Man, first of all, bro, I want to say, like, because it's hard, you feel me? It's hard to kind of pick up, you feel me, like, the energy of, of what somebody's saying, you feel me, in text message. We can only, you feel me, pick up so much. So I don't think it's a terrible hire. It's a bad hire, you feel me? Anything over Duke Getsy, hey, somebody got to mute themselves, bro, because I keep hearing some shit. I don't know if it's Total or Jello. It's Jello, man. All right, thank you. So, yeah, that's perfect. All right, so, yeah, so. Like, I don't think it's a bad hire or a terrible hire or anything like that. You feel me? Like, if that's what you was picking up on what I was saying in the chat. Um, my biggest thing for the listeners was, this is where me and uh, uh, Bam disagreed. My thing was, I felt like the direction that the Bears should have moved in with this, um, but as far as all the reports and everything coming out that they're expected to draft Caleb Williams, I felt like they needed to go after an offensive coordinator who was a master in the, in the passing game. Um, somebody who specialized, you feel me, in pass first over, you feel me, an offensive coordinator who was very conservative and run first, which is what this dude is. Um, he did work the, He did work wonders for Geno Smith that, uh, that 2021, that 2021 year where um, the Russell Wilson trade happened and a lot of people wrote Geno off and Geno threw for like 4,500 yards. Um, I think over 25 touchdowns or something like that. It was the, basically, it was the best year that Geno Smith um, ever had in his career. People thought that um, his career was basically rejuvenated um, from that season on. Um, but like I said, man, he, he, I just felt like they needed to go, through, like I said, when, with, a, with a talent, a generational talent like Caleb Williams, when you bring a guy like that in, who's a, like I said, he's one of those generational quarterbacks that you only see every once so often in, in, in these upcoming drafts. Um, I just felt like I said, man, my, that was my biggest thing is, is the type of passer that, that Caleb Williams is with the type of passer that he could be in the NFL, which is one of the best. Like we've heard the comparisons, Patrick Mahomes and a mix of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and yada, yada, yada. Whether you agree with that or disagree, we all agree that, that Caleb Williams is a different type of quarterback than Justin Fields is. And he's a much better passer than Justin Fields is as well. Um, if we're basing it off what uh, if we're basing it off what we've seen in college, so I just think you might you, you should have just brought a, a, a offensive coordinator that would work back with with Caleb Williams style of play. That was my only thing. If Justin Fields was staying, you feel me? Now, if Justin Fields was it was the quarterback of the Chicago Bears and he was staying there, which is still I guess it's still technically a possibility. Even though I just think if, if there is, it's like ninety five percent to like ninety five percent. Of um, them leaning towards the Caden Williams way, but I think that if Justin Fields was staying in Chicago, Bam, and they went with this guy, I think that would have been the perfect hire for Justin Fields because of what Justin Fields can also do with his legs and uh, the the disadvantage that he has as far as passing. He's still developing with his passing. You feel me? So, um, I think that would have been perfect if Justin Fields stayed. But like I said, we all heard the reports and everything. It's looking like the Bears are leaning towards Caden Williams. I think an offensive minded coach like a Cliffs. I think Cliff would have been perfect for this job and perfect for uh, bringing a guy like Caleb Williams is. But um, like Bam, like me and Bam, we agree to disagree, and we both said that you know we just gotta have to wait and see how it plays out. 
Um, but yeah, that was just the only thing. I, that was really all I was. Uh, my mindset into it, bad was really. I just think that, like I said, bring a guy like Caleb Williams is bringing an offensive coordinator that specializes um, in the pass game. But at the end of the day, we're both gonna have to see how this plays out. And um, I would love to hear you tell me what's your thoughts on it. So two things. One, I didn't know that you were speaking from the vein of Caleb being there. I didn't see any reports of um them pivoting towards Caleb. So send me them after we get off of here because I didn't see that. That I was speaking to the vein of they're keeping Justin. If they're keeping Justin, that's a perfect hire. Only because Shane Waldron is not a Greg Roman. He doesn't have it's not that he can't pass. He likes to run the ball, but you see what he did for DK and Gino and even Tyler Lockett and kind of revitalized that man's career when we kind of thought he was washed. He can push the ball down the field. So I think that with Justin continuing to develop, if they decide to keep Justin and then do whatever with that pick, go ahead and get MHJ, whoever, to add to DJ Moore, that's perfect. That's not too much. You still got Cole Komet in the middle. Darnell Mooney can be a gadget guy. You can still push the ball down the field. Now, if they decide to pivot and go ahead and get Caleb, while I do think Cliff with Caleb would be, that would feed generations, I do think Shane could still work because my mindset with Caleb is, yes, we know he's a spectacular passer. He's a good athlete, but he's an improviser. He's not going to go and necessarily run the read option for you. You don't really want that. You don't want him running the read option five, six, seven times a game. That's pointless. You do want him to air the ball out. But when you have the running backs that they have, you got Rashawn Johnson, you got um I forgot the other man's name. But they have a pretty good stable running back. The issue with Luke Getze isn't the fact that in the running game, it was just he was too predictable. It's inside zone, trap, stretch. You can't run that all game. That was my only issue with Luke Getze. If you're going to have those running backs, use them correctly. I think you put Shane, I mean, you put Shane Waldron in that system and you let him bring those creative run concepts and kind of take the pressure off of Caleb. Yes, he's a great athlete and a great passer, but having him throw 50 times out the game his first year is kind of counterintuitive. So as much as we would like Cliff there, Cliff would have him throwing the ball 50 times a game. You don't want that for your rookie quarterback. You just don't – you don't want that. So, that being said, I think that if Shane adapts to whoever they hire with Hick at um, – they keep in Eberflus like that. Or did, didn't they fire Eberflus? Yeah. Nope, they kept him. They're keeping him one more year. I still believe in Eberflus. He turned it around. I think if Shane can get in there and adapt with whatever he has, whether it be Justin or Caleb, if he can adapt and kind of bring over those running concepts and adapt his pass game concepts, I think it would be a great hire. But, again, we can agree that anything is better than Luke Getsy. Any Anything is better than Luke Getsy. Thanks. Thanks. Great, Smather. Uh, developing your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, Mathers. Bears field, Justin Fields in that sense, um, immensely. Like, and wherever Justin Fields goes, wherever they, they ship him up to, um, I just hope the team that, that gets them, you know, actually utilizes them correctly um, and give some proper coaching. Give some proper coaching. Like, mm-hmm. that that's so important, especially for, uh, you know, a talent like 
a quarterback like Fields, you know, quarterback even like Caleb, who we all know has so much potential in the world, but he's only going to be as good in the NFL as you know the coaching takes him. You know, that's with any quarterback. That's with any quarterback. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna uh, wrap it up here for episode one fifty five, guys. Um, uh, episode. No, no, I knew no, it was coming. No, I knew no. it was coming. I, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't. I'm getting to. Don't okay. relax. Okay. Relax. Okay. All right. Sure. This is a part of the monologue. All right. We're getting towards the end. All right. Um. Well, I want to thank you all for listening to the We Hate Sports podcast. Like I said at the beginning, man, y'all been killing it in terms of uh, you know, finding us, following us on our socials over the last few weeks, especially. So I just want to give a huge uh, thank you to everybody that has tuned in, uh, not only to our podcast, but to everything. Um, and I think for 2024, we, we got some really big plans for you guys. You know, that's always been the goal with this podcast. But seriously, now more than ever, if you ain't following us, then what the fuck you waiting for? <laughs> Talk your shit, then. Get you on the bandwagon. Get on the bandwagon. Follow our socials. Our Twitter and IG at WHS underscore podcast. Uh, our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports. Call up one. Check up on them. It's home that you love them. Um, we got to talk about, uh, first and foremost, the winner of season two of WHS Locks and Shots. Um, we had to go into overtime to pick out a winner. It was tied for first place with Gianni representing Salvation Army and Sean representing Fiend America. So we decided, hey, Let's predict wild card weekend winners. And uh, funny enough, the the ultimate decision came down to Eagles and Bucks. And well, Brian Johnson, he 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 sold you. He sold you, Salvation Army. If you want to direct your hate at anybody, direct it at Brian Johnson and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but congratulations, or not being America. So yeah, I said Salvation Army. Congratulations, Sean, and being America. Um, you will be getting your charity donation of at least $120 in the coming weeks. Um, yeah, very good cause. So, congratulations to you. Uh, congratulations, Sean, on winning season two. Um, also, because he's he been, he been waiting on it. All right. Fantasy football. We have a fantasy football league. Um, something that I stopped caring about after I think it was like week 15 because. I have players that sold me due to injury or just being booty cheeks. But congratulations <laughs> to UTK, who ended up defeating Jello in uh, the finals of our fantasy football. No, it was Bam. I think I defeated Bam. I think I beat Bam. Oh, you beat Bam? Oh, you beat Bam. I'm sorry. It was me. See, this, this why I stopped following it. Stop following it. All right. I gave I gave up after after my after Jonathan Taylor. I think I had. You know what's crazy? I had. Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers this season. That's all you need to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, tell oh, them how many man. points you beat me by. Cook, bro, bro. What, I don't even remember. Like two, three points or something like some shit like that. It was 1.02 points. You feel me? Let me go ahead and get my speech, man. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just, I'm just bad. Um, I'm just bad. I'm just I'm just a I'm just a bad boy. You feel me? So you know, feel me. Shout out to my team. 
uh, uh, DJ Moore, you feel me, MVP, yeah. for the for the franchise. Shout out to, to Justin Fields, man. Shout out Justin Fields, bro. Uh, you feel me? I have Brock Purdy in, in a lineup at times. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's Devin Devin Achain, You feel me? He was great for me. Um, you know, it's it's, it's a great feeling, man. When you're when you when you out there and you you just beat the daughter as a black man to go out there and become a champion. Oh my god. It's tough, bro. It's tough. Bro. Oh my god. It's tough. You know, it's, 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 it's nice to silence the haters, and, 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 I, and I'm letting everybody know right now I will be the champion next year. I will be repeating. Go back to um, Cuba. Um, you know, shout, shout out Mook. I had to continue just watch Mook kick my ass in all these leagues. I don't understand. I guess. But, you know, I need the listeners to understand one thing. Mook is only there for the draft night. This man is there for the draft night. He fixes his lineup once a week, doesn't do trades for the whole season, doesn't pick up free agents for the whole season. And at the end of the season, this, mother, this motherfucker sits at 11 and 3 and like the fucking league. How the fuck, bro? I'm breaking my neck every week, cutting the fucking waiver wire, trying to pick up the hottest thing on the market. This nigga sits with the same fucking team and goes 11 and 3, bro. I'm struggling in fucking 9 and 8, 9 and 9. <laughs> trying to get into the fucking playoffs, and here goes this nigga in the champion. Like, I'm sick of it. So it and nobody so on the team be getting hurt. Mook. Bro, yeah. Mook went to no injuries, Mook either. beat, bro. I need the listeners to hear one more thing. This man, we have a league where we had four people, I mean, I, or six people, something like that. I ended up the leader because it was a 10-man league. It was kind of weird. Like, uh, we had teams that were getting draft picked that wasn't really playing, so yada, yada, yada. This nigga, Mook, was 3-10 and 10 and went to the championship. <laughs> he didn't even touch that league. He didn't even touch the lead. He went three and ten and went to the championship, BC. How the fuck does that happen? Hey man. All I can tell, That's man. Dope. I just I just got the, you know, I got the I got that EDC in me, you feel me? The EDC. I take out, you know, oh, take man. out the my GM, you know, that's all. That's all. I, I'm sorry. I just, I just had to rant. I just needed to get that off my chest, bro. Oh, I, I can tell. I, I had to get that off my so. chest, bro. Was so, um, so it just feels it feels nice to win one and not have Mook win one. It just feels great to me. <laughs> I, it was just about beating Mook. But next <laughs> Yo, season, that's... next season is gonna be about beating everyone else, and I will be repeating. So thank you, PC. Ooh, Ooh, no, you're not. Off. No, hey, you're not. Shout out, shout out TK, man. Shout out TK. I gotta give respect where it's due. Gotta give credit where it's due. He, hey, so so one fifty six is next week, people. I I've been PC. Thank you all for listening. Two eight sports podcast signing off. Take care. Catch y'all. Okay.